so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Picture at Los Angeles 2017. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. Guess who I am? I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. You need to make it cute. <laughs> and this is a podcast where we watch an episode of The Golden Girls. And then we talk about it. And you don't sound like a frog. You're not sick anymore. I don't. I know. It's, it, you know, it, it's... Your levels are loud, though. Oh, well, I'm coming <laughs> back in with a bang. Um, real quick, we just watched Season 5, Episode 21, Sisters and Other Strangers, which aired on March 3rd, 1990, you, and is the episode with Magda. You totally did not yes-and me there. I did not yes-and you. No, you were like, we got business. I'm very business-like at the top You're of the show. You know this about me. Yes. Um, it's good to be back. Mm-hmm. I I feel <laughs> like people are going to think I was literally sick for weeks because... Well, because we recorded two episodes in one day. Right. Why did we do that? I think because you were out of town I again. I was out of town. That's yes. right. And then, and then we had the live episode, which right. you were definitely at. I was at, yeah, yes. But, but that was recorded months ago. Months ago. Uh, so it's good to be back. So it's good to have you back. And um, I am glad that I, you know, though I was sick, I was home watching the episodes while you were recording. Welcome back. <laughs> What's that you. song? Oh, I don't know. I thought you were just There's making that up for me just Welcome now. Welcome back. Is that about Welcome Back Cotter, maybe? Maybe. Uh, who cares? Maybe. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah. It's good to be back. You brought the red vines from weeks ago with you. I did. As they're, well. They're, they're remnants. They look like they look like what happens when you chew up red vines and, shit and, and spit them back into the bag. Yeah. It's like the the end of the Doritos but bag you, oh, or something. I love that, though. Oh. Oh, you when you like lick your fingers and put it in and just get all the... Nope. Nope. No? Nope. You know what you do? What do you do? Take some rice, take some beans, <gasps> take some cheese, <gasps> take some salsa. You melt it, and then you dump that crunchy bag of Doritos on top of it. Ooh, you got a nice Ooh. crunchy little dish. You got a crunchy. It's going to take you a while to digest all that because you're putting, you're eating red vines. She thinks that I am not a master eater. I can eat anything and still perform, unlike Whoopi Goldberg on The View. Does Whoopi eat a lot? Oh, my God, so much. Whenever there's a thing, she's always... <laughs> fans. Text or no tweet, you know you can't text him. Tweet <laughs> Elliot Glazer. I mean, maybe some of you can, and and just and tag me and just be like, oh my god, we'll be eating on the View. What the fuck? And then he'll laugh because we text about it literally weekly. Wow, yeah. that's a pretty funny thing to have like a text chain about. Elliot um, and I are crazy about the View. Oh, you have I know. No idea. Oh, Obsessive we've talked about, about it. The view. We've talked about it. Joy Behar for life. <laughs> That'll be on your next bumper sticker. Um, There's someone in New York who has a Joy Behar um, tattoo. Oh, fun. Yeah, and it's like Joy to the World or something. It says oh, on it. It's really cute. That's great. Yeah, finish your, your red vines. Take a big old glug of water. I mean, you're do gonna you want ta- a second? You're, you're going to say something right now, so I'm going to take this water. See, I, I have will. this planned out. I know I how to will. do this. Um, before we get into the episode, we have a, episode, a, a fan of the podcast to say thank you for being a friend and giving us a lovely donation Josh Fitzgerald. Oh, Mr. Fitzgerald. Thank you so much, Mr. Josh. Mr. Fitzgerald, thank you. Sounds like a teacher. Mr. Fitzgerald. Paging Josh Fitzgerald. That's paging Dr. Herman from I would Pee-wee. love. Thank you, Josh. 
<laughs> I'm so glad I didn't have trouble pronouncing the name this week. Oh my God, that is such an easy name for us. Thank you for uh, doing that. Thank your parents. So <laughs> this episode, this was a big old family visits this episode. This episode could not have been more timely because it is the one, yes, where Blanche might be the basis of her sister's romantic novel, but more importantly... Magda comes to visit Stan's cousin, which I think is very appropriate for what's happening right now that the FBI director, James Comey, has been directed or been fired for. Well, there's lots of reasons why he was fired, but let's be real. It was because of the Russian investigation Mm -hmm. and Magda from Czechoslovakia, which was under Soviet rule, is essentially Russian. She comes to town. Mm -hmm. This episode could not be more timely. Especially since I just released my own book, Vixen's Tale of a Something or Other, and you started to read it, and you were like, oh my God, all these stories of sexual escapades are about me. I would never read your erotic fiction, ever. (laughs) I would never read yours. I would never read it. Not, Not even like... As a friend. My, like, if you texted me a draft and you were like, can you just read this over to me? I would be like, <laughs> hard pass, hard pass. My 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 erotic fiction would be no good. Your erotic fiction would be about like step by step. Like the New Kids on the Block show or the TGIF show? A mashup. Oh, a mashup. I meant New Kids <laughs> on the Block song. Um, yeah, it would be no good. Yeah. What would your erotic novel oh, sound like? I already know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go- so my erotic fiction would be a like a novella, and it would be a Ooh. murder mystery. Ooh. I already have it planned out, actually. Okay. So what happens is this man, there's this gay murderer, gay serial killer going around killing gay dudes just randomly. And there's this straight writer, quote unquote straight, right. who is like in the neighborhood trying to like hunt down. He, he's obsessed with this story, and he wants to like write more about this story. Mm-hmm. And in the process, as he's discovering and getting closer to the killer, we learn He's the killer. <gasps> and he's having blackouts and doesn't know it because he's closeted. Whoa. Layers. Layers. That's my wow. erotic fan fiction. I've been writing this, actually. And it's called Layers, Layers? It's called <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> that makes less sense than Layers, Layers. Well, I would read that book because, you know, I love a good true crime story. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yes. So Stan's cousin Magna is coming from Czechoslovakia, which, of course, is now the Czech Republic and Slovakia. And It's two different countries. Let's be clear on that. Yes, it's they, two different they, countries. It was under Soviet rule for a long time. And then it had a nice little velvet revolution <laughs> in 1990, where unlike in Berlin, it was a peaceful break from the Soviet bloc and communism. And it decided to thrive on its own. And in 1993, I believe 93, it separated into the two countries. Yeah. My friend Helen is from Prague. She speaks like five languages and it's Ugh, very impressive. I hate those people. So Magda's played by Marion Mercer, who mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is from Ohio, which of course is in a small, a small village. In but there's a lot what of used like, to be Czechoslovakia. there's a lot of like, you know, <laughs> she did a great job. Germanish people in that region of the she country. She did. She did a great job with uh, Magda's accent. Sure. Um, the thing about Magda coming to visit, so Magda comes to visit, Stan, and, and Stan's nowhere to be and seen. Stan's nowhere to be found. Which I mean, it's is kind of <laughs> on the stories. You know, it's on the story with Stan always never being around, or Stan being cheap, or Stan not being helpful, or. You know. It's just so interesting to me that she came all the way from Czechoslovakia to visit, and I don't think she ever once sees her cousin. And yeah. like, I get it. It sounds like I mean, he's charging sounds her like a dream rent. vacation. He's you know really taking advantage of her. Yeah. It's just so interesting that again, Dorothy and Stan are no longer married, and 
Magda comes to visit and then well, just like the, she just crashes at Dorothy's place. That's like not a Stan's surprise. just gonna leave I have her a there. Very good friend who was married to someone for not a very long time and they've been divorced for a long time, but they've been amicably divorced, and she's still very close with his side of the family. Oh yeah. And I mean my dad, you know, is was still close with like my grandma like my mom's mom. Yeah, but of like course. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I guess that's that's, you know, just that's Stan in a can. Wow. I don't know what that means. I, I, I feel like that, that does need to be a phrase, though. That's a stand in the can stand moment. Stand in a can. Yeah. Um, so in addition to Magda being here, Charmaine has called. She's in town. She's, She's having a, a new book. She published a book. Not self-published. Someone actually published it. Yeah, someone published it. And um, Blanche... Is not not digging it she so much as she's here because Blanche, Blanche has a very Blanche has a troubled relationship does with Blanche her siblings. Get along with any of her siblings, Mm-mm. why? I don't. I mean, Blanche is very self-involved. We know this about Blanche. Yeah. This is what this is why Blanche has had. I mean, this is why this was the basis of Blanche's. You know, Blanche missing an opportunity to say goodbye to Big Daddy before he died was because she was being very self-involved. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Um, so, <laughs> right, sorry. That, that daddy there. So sorry. Um, weird so, in headphones. <laughs> uh, when Magda does show up, who, by the way, it's so funny, Magda just reminds me of a character that Kate McKinnon would have played oh, because yeah. she's so much like totally. the character that um, she plays. Can we talk on, about, about uh, wait, who? Charmaine? Well, I'm talking about Magda oh, when sorry. Magda shows up. I had a moment, a brain fart there where I was still in the, the Charmaine moment. Oh, so, but Magda yeah. shows up and immediately when she walks in, she goes, such a beautiful home. Who sleeps with government official? <laughs> uh, it's a communist joke. And What's yeah. so funny is like the, I mean, yeah, there have been rumblings of like the, the communism breaking down mm-hmm. and so in, 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 Ru- not, well, in what is now Russia, but, uh, but it hadn't happened yet. Like, you know, the Berlin wall was still up. Like mm-hmm. that had not fallen. I don't believe so at least. And, and, uh, so it's interesting that like the golden girls are so timely in so many ways. Now I'm looking. Cause I thought it fell. It didn't fall in 1989. Cause I, I remember. Thought, oh, November. Uh, yeah. November, 1989. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Come Cause I think come... the Goldbergs did a thing on it and I'm like, Ooh, they would only do something in the nineties. Um, I know Bush was president and I, that's why. Yeah. But Reagan was the one who started it all. Maybe. Tell me, how do you feel about Reagan? I feel like we've never really talked. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can go back to 47 other episodes. Yes. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's get into Blanche and Charmaine. Okay. First, Charmaine. Her? She needs to eat a fucking outfit. sandwich. She needs to eat a fucking sandwich. All right. Put some cheese on it. Put some mayonnaise on it. Have some healthy fat avocado because she needs to put some skin on those bones. I, I think she's fine. I think she's very svelte. She's very tall. She's very thin. I think she's and uncomfortably and unhealthily thin. I don't think so. But when her and Blanche walk in from out on the lanai, she, her outfit is in full view for the first time. She's yes. wearing, it's like this cowl neck sort of blue shirt, like pink, like flowy pants. And her belt is like straight up like Xena, warrior princess, red Sonia, wonder woman. It is a, yeah. that is an outfit. Outfit. I couldn't, neither one of us could pull it off. I could. I'm not tall enough. I definitely could. <laughs> All right. You could pull it off yes. maybe. Um, 
and it's funny because so Charmaine is was played by um, Barbara Babcock, who's still alive. But interestingly enough, both Barbara Babcock, who played Charmaine, and Marion Mercer, oh M M and B B, also interesting. Not uh, really. They were not really. They were. <laughs> I'm just observing. Um, they both appeared on episodes of Empty Nest, one oh. before the Golden Girls appearance and one after. Interesting. So I can sort of see how That's like interesting. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Try to make something interesting. That wasn't interesting. Your initials are KD and I'm HS. That's so. But strange. hers were BB and hers are MM. <laughs> <laughs> are you making a BM? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I'm so glad I'm so glad I'm back and we're hanging out and uh, <clears throat> bowel movement. So <laughs> now Magda's been with the women for a little bit for a beat and she's starting to drive Sophia and Dorothy crazy because everywhere they go, something bothers her. And honestly, yes. When she started, I was listening to her complain about everything. I was like, they should just send her to live with Aunt Angela so that they can both complain yeah. about how, like, there's no room for a goat anywhere yeah. and they don't have this in America and blah, blah, blah. I yeah. just thought, like, that's where she needed to go was with it's Aunt Angela. It's never fun. I had a guest in town. Um, well, no, he didn't stay with me because I purposely moved into a studio apartment so no one would ever stay with me. But uh, he was in town and he was constantly complaining about how LA sucks and it's not New York and all these things. And for meanwhile, he's here for like a long time. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why are you, of course LA is not New York. It's a different fucking city, you dummy. Yeah. It's very different. It's not for everybody. No. LA is not for, not everybody can make a transition I from one to the other. both cities, but I'm just <clears> saying, <throat> if you're going to go visit a place, Maybe don't come rat on it the entire fucking time and try to find something good about it. Especially with Magda. Like, Dorothy doesn't have to let you stay with her, Magda. Also, like, the government gives you bread, Magda. Yeah. And she's been eating, <laughs> what, like... Um, Slurpees. Magda, from this moment on... That's a lot of sugar. ...has a Slurpee in her hand for the rest of the episode. That's a lot of sugar. It's a lot. And they. she even says that um, she had five in one hour. That's upsetting. That's troubling. I know. Do you see how big that cup was? That was like a big gulp-sized cup, almost. She had five in an hour. In an hour. I know. She is the obesity epidemic. I did not think it was good of them to be promoting... It was 1990. You could eat anything. I though. guess. I don't know. Except also, for eggs. You couldn't eat eggs because that was, you know, going to give you a heart attack. Right. Sure. Um, Which isn't true. No, of course not. You should eat more egg whites than egg yolks because egg yolks have more cholesterol in them, though. I eat eggs all the time. Every yeah. Day. Eggs are good. But if you want a lot of eggs, maybe consider like buying egg whites in a carton and then Susan supplementing powder. some of... I don't need the insanity. All right. <laughs> Um, I would like, I'm going to make this declaration right now. I would love forever and always from here on out for television shows and movies to discontinue ever making an actor pretend to have a brain freeze. Oh yeah. Brain freezes never look real when you started, in a movie or a TV show. You, you can't, they always look, I'm always like, you're faking every time. I'm so aware. When you started this 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 sentence yeah the first thing that came into my head was i love you always, always forever, forever near and far closer and together i heard that song yesterday I will be with you everything, everything i will, I will do, do for you say you love love me 
me forever, never stop. You know it. I, I Come just on. To stop, so. Oh, it's all right. Well, <laughs> okay. Don't invite me in on the game. Yes, and I then, know. And then tell me it's over. No, but that's why I don't know why that made me think of that. Maybe I'll just oh. stop moment. Yeah, no more brain freezes. No more brain freezes. I, I can't, but um, I mean, just to, to to play, I mean, whatever. I can't remember another episode of anything that I've seen someone have a brain freeze. Well, even in movies, trust me, you've seen it. You've have seen I? it. Yes, you've seen it. I don't remember it. Well, maybe you're having a brain freeze on the brain freeze. Or maybe I'm watching better shit than you. Maybe. <laughs> you tell, you're telling me that they don't have a, a brain freeze scene in a Diane Keaton film? Nope. I can, I can pretty much tell, tell you right now that they do not. Kathy Bates has never had a brain freeze. Probably not. <laughs> um, so, Although she did a Tyler Perry movie, which I love. Oh, yeah. Which one? The, the, the family. I don't know. One about a rich lady and she's dying and she has a friend and her friend's black, of course. And then sounds like you really love the movie. I watch it every time it's on own, but you don't know the name of it. No, because it's always on own. So why do I need to know the name? Do you know I live down the street? I live near the own building. I know you do. I, I go there by I, whenever I go to Target. I see it every day. Yeah, I had I, a meeting there one day. I always like Oprah to imagine that. There. Yeah, I always like to imagine that Oprah stands on like the very top floor, just like looking out over the city, <laughs> being like, "I could buy and sell every single one of you." Huh? It's, it's my goal. It's my goal to work for own someday yeah you should just start hanging out in their lobby maybe they'll give you a job so blanche has started (laughs) reading virginia's book yes oh and she she first she doesn't like it she's like it's it's just it's not it's not believable yes she thinks that the the sort of you know like Mm self-involved heroine the Mm -hmm. girl who blah 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 yeah she thinks it's very unbelievable and then and literally a minute later she completely flips and she reads well we've all had those aha moments that's what oprah talked about it was her aha (laughs) moment i guess it was her aha moment but i didn't write the whole line down but i got part of it which i loved so she blanche starts reading it out loud she's like vixen stared at herself in the mirror her proud breasts seemed to be saying is it just me or is it cold in here i loved like i was like oh i would i would read this book about vixen if i was describing my body in a romantic novel capacity looking in the mirror i would say he looked in the mirror shadows forming like mount everest (laughs) sun setting on mount everest yeah (laughs) bodies curves hills valleys for days up and down up and down Concealing the fruits Ooh. of the fields. Oh, I feel like I'm watching some like slam poetry right now. You know or what something. I just did? What? I just said my body has lots of hills, and thus you can't see my dick because my dick is the fruit, Whoa. and the shadows are covered. The, the the my stomach is the hill, and it's covering my dick. The shadow is the from the stomach. I'm very excited for your book to come Thank out. You. Thank you, guys. I will, I'll come to a reading at a at a little mom and pop bookstore. It'll be at my apartment. Speaking of the bookstore, <laughs> all the women show up for Shawmaine's reading. Shawmaine <laughs> and um, Magda. Magda's like freaking out a little bit because she's like, you know, if, if there are books with all different types of opinions and, you know, if people in her country read books with different opinions, everybody will get confused. There needs to be like one road to be traveled down and that's it. And Dorothy recommends that Magda read um, Thomas Paine's Common Sense, which read is it. about freedom. Great book. Yeah. Did you so learn a lot it's, about freedom? Well, it's, it's a it's if you took any sort of government classes, you should have read it. Uh, it's a, it's, I mean, I guess that was AP government, but it was, uh, yeah, I was in like 
regular kids mm. history and civics classes. Um, but she also <laughs> recommends uh, to Magda that she read Vanna White's autobiography because it's a it. hell of a book. I have that book because of because of Dorothy. I don't I don't see it here, but I, Can, I do have it. Is the title of it, I'd Like to Buy a Me? No, it's like My Story or something. I forget. It's a very simple title. But she also had a series, which my mother had. She had a series of crochet books. Oh, about crocheting? No, about oh. cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Hey, if, um, if, Vanna, if Vanna White wrote an erotic fiction novel, do you think yeah. it would be called, I'd Like to Buy an F? <laughs> <laughs> or 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 it'd be like, ooh, you want to spin my say, Jack? It would be called <laughs> R R S T L N Eat Me. Uh, <laughs> it would. It would uh, <laughs> can I buy a vowel? No, you can only plow it. <laughs> can I buy a vulva? <laughs> Oh my god! I'm so, like half of our listeners just tuned out. Oh, come back, come back. So to those of you who just just hit the quick fast forward button for thirty seconds, um, <laughs> welcome back. We're done talking about Fanna White. Um, What's a vulva? <laughs> don't answer that. I know. If you don't, I don't know. If, yeah, I was like, if you don't want to, if you don't want me to have these types of talks with just you, just keep talking. I'm gonna eat more red vines. So um, Blanche <laughs> confronts. <coughs> Excuse me. Confronts Charmaine, um, who's sitting there. Nobody's even. I mean, it's. I guess it's fine. Nobody would really know who Charmaine was in Miami, probably. But um, she confronts Charmaine and, and, and basically is like, "Yo, you had no right to use my life in your book. Like, you took my beautiful, sacred, like love stories. You turned it into tawdry trash." And then Blanche. And now at this point, like people in the store have started to. They kind gotta of, have it. They're listening. Well, they're listening. And and Blanche holds up the book and she said and I made you rewind this because like oh my gosh we have to get this whole thing she goes vixen story of a woman is nothing but a vulgar collection of perverse sexual acts that are sheer and utter filth and Blanche storms out and everybody immediately like clamors over to the book Sophia and Magda who are fighting over one book that is hovering above Seven other of oh, yeah. the same book. There are like twenty on the table that Makes, Charmaine is sitting at. I don't CSI shit, but that's. I mean, it's a cute bit, but like, move those other books. I mean, Magda and Sophia were hitting each other with their purses. Like that's I mean, a Black Friday. But you know, getting what? the Tickle Me Elmo in like ninety six, ninety seven. Like that was wow. hardcore. You went back. I went back. You went back. Not Teletubbies. Not. I went back. Um, so that night, back at home, as Blanche's, you know, because again, Blanche, this is upsetting for Blanche because she has, it seems like she's never really had great, strong relationships with her sisters. Right now, we know Virginia's not even talking to her anymore. Or with women, for that matter. I mean, really, the only women in her life are the three women she lives with. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, like... She doesn't have strong relationships with other women. No, no, she doesn't. Yeah. And I think for Blanche, it was really important. Like when Charmaine was her seer, I know we didn't like get into it too much, but her and Charmaine were getting along yeah. and she was like, this is so nice. This yeah. is nice. We're getting I mean, along. There were little we're going to be jibes, friends. But like for the most part, it was a nice yeah. experience. And yeah. so, you know, I, I understand why she's so upset because she's like, you know, just when, you know, just when I sort of forgive and forget, I guess, like other things that Blanche thinks that, you know, yeah. that, that Charmaine has done to wrong her, you know, she's like, look, she goes and turns my life into a bestseller, which 
You know, I understand for the sake of the episode, there has to be a beat where Blanche doesn't know yet the real reason behind everything. And yeah. I feel like in real life, I feel like Charmaine would have like taken her aside and said like, these stories are actually about my life. It reminded um, me of the times that, you know, and, and I do it. I, sh- I should learn my lesson, but I don't. And every single time I go back, it's like, there's this dried mango at Trader Joe's and the bag is just impossible to open. <gasps> I know exactly what it's you're talking impossible about. Impossible to open. Yeah. And you always, and I always get it cause I can't wait. So I got to get it in the car, Yeah, but I don't have scissors in you the car. You have to have scissors. So I have to come, I have to wait till I fucking come home. Yep. To get sit- every time. And I tell myself, I don't need this. I bought this as a snack. There's no nutritional value in my purchase of this. Like, are I, you sure there isn't? It's, that's, there's a ton of sugar in that. Like massive. Well, I know that there's, yeah, there's sugar like, added to them, but isn't no, there even if the good. mango's dried, there's no nutritional it's value. It's not good for you. There's gotta be you should some not vitamins. be eating it. Okay, sorry. I mean, it's probably better than a Snickers bar, but like, sure. let's be real. It's sugar. Also, sugar. once you open that bag, it's really because it's almost like vacuum sealed. You have like a day to eat it. Yeah, you or you have to like transfer it into a Ziploc bag. All of it's bullshit. So I tell mm-hmm. myself, I'm not going to do this again. I'm yeah. not going to get in down. I'm not going to walk down this road of mango shame. And I always go back. Oh, you always go back. Not every time, but like, you know, once every couple of months. Hashtag always go back. Hashtag mango mayhem. Hashtag I can't quit you. Yeah. Yeah. This is, oof. We're getting deep. Speaking of, Dorothy, for the rest of the episode, I mean, Dorothy. Dorothy's a bitch in this episode. Dorothy and Mrs. Doolittle. I will say Dorothy and Blanche. Well, no, actually, no, I take it back. Blanche is vulnerable. Well, no. What I was going to say, Rose doesn't have a lot to do in this episode. No. Rose, Rose really acts. But she does at the end. Uh, she tells a story, but Rose. And mo- Her story is very important. For most of the episode, Rose is the sort of the character that questions things to get out more information from the other characters. Where she goes like, "Oh, well, isn't Magda blah blah blah?" And it's well, like, "Well, blah 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 blah." blah. Or, Rose just had the past two episodes. She almost had AIDS. And she almost fell in love with another dude. Meanwhile, she was dating Miles. Like, That's true. Two she did. Episodes she in a did row just where it was like AIDS. Rose's pride parade. Yeah. Sorry, Rose. Take a break. No, that's that's a really good point. They they were like, yeah, this can't be a Rose story. AIDS and men, you, you're done. Um, <laughs> I love Dorothy. Like Dorothy getting so upset. Literally for the rest of the episode, continually bringing up the fact that Gloria wrecked her so mrs doolittle doll so good i still remember they're, I, they're back and forth they're sitting at the table oh, it's so good and it's basically just the four women at, around the table just sort of talking and oh magda comes in at some point though magda comes in at the beginning of the scene and nobody clocks her she just stands there like She's a fucking creeper there. with her slurpee for like three minutes well let's be real everyone who's slurping slurpees they do that like, she walks in, and she just stands there. None of the women acknowledge her. After she walks in, Rose picks up a stool and walks it over to the table, and no one acknowledges her. It's so weird. She just stands there like a ghost. That's funny. Like a ghost. Like a ghost. I love it when uh, Dorothy, again, when she's kind of going back and forth, and she's like, she talks about how, like, Gloria, like, made it so that Mrs. Doolittle's eyes stayed open all the time. And she was like, she made Mrs. Doolittle look like a morphine addict. <laughs> I like, well, the whole time. So like Blanche is just telling her or Rose is Rose. telling her story. Rose is telling her story. And Dorothy and Sophia just keep cutting in between the story moments in the story to oh. be like, <laughs> Gloria is the one who had to get the rabies shot. And then, and then Dorothy, she like shifts mood immediately. And she's like, 
I was a biter. <laughs> As if like it's like a source, like I was a bedwetter. Yeah, yeah. You want to well, go on a date? Explain it. Like that's why yeah. she did a rabies shot. Yeah, it was very, very funny. If Stan told you he was a bedwetter, would that be a deal breaker? Wait, if he was a bedwetter now or if yeah. he was a bedwetter then? Now. <laughs> well, I feel like I would know now considering we sleep in the same bed. Yeah, true. Yeah. Let's just move on then. Okay. <laughs> um. So at the very end of all of this, I mean, Magda's been standing there the whole yes. time. So like, you know, clearly there's a Creeper good reason. Russian lady. And she goes, I had very bad fight with my sister once. Turned her over to secret police. Oh. And that's it. You know what that reminded me of? These are not the droids you are looking for. You know what that no, reminded me of? No, I don't know what it reminded me of. North Korea. Oh. I read a book, <laughs> Escape from Camp Something. Great book. Was it Vanna White's follow-up to... <laughs> yes, it was her North Korean... <laughs> I'd like to buy an F. <laughs> it was her North Korean story. <laughs> I'd like to buy a... Get me out of here! <laughs> what, do, you, do you know what the title of Vanna you, White's book is? I don't. I'll look it up. But do you do, do, you, do you buy a... No, you, do you buy things on, on Wheel of Fortune? I don't know. Gary? Do you buy things? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to buy. That's what you, you buy letters. That's what Wheel oh, of Fortune is. I, don't, I, I, I auditioned for it, but I don't. Elliot did send me oh, a wait, Wheel wait, of Fortune yeah. um, a Wheel of Fortune clip the other day. Oh, it's called Vanna Speaks. Yeah, I knew it was like my story or something. Oh, that's interesting because she doesn't speak on the show. She no. just turns over the letters. Yes. Okay, <laughs> Elliot sent me a she really, looks amazing, a really by short the way. clip. I'm going to play this real quick for you guys. You're going to hear it, okay? I'm just going to start this round. Mom, you told me something. Elliot still watches Wheel of Fortune to this day. He was on Wheel of Fortune. Oh, he was? As a child. Oh, wow. He was on the children's version. Amazing. Yeah. Um, what was that clip that you just played, just well, in case people so, can't hear it through the microphone? Elliot? No, they, they can. Okay. I can tell you. I can. couldn't hear it. Um, <laughs> th- I'm sure. But I definitely, I'm the one with the headphones on, guys, so I hear everything. Um, uh, it was, so Elliot will just send me clips of like random things but he'll like record his television as he's watching <laughs> would you rather be hosting this show with elliot you seem to be talking a lot no, about how no. much fun you have with elliot well you're not texting me fun shit i text you sometimes <laughs> you text me five o'clock right um uh, <laughs> i'm sick uh no so wheel of fortune it's still it's still relevant still relevant yeah apparently yeah, well, it's still they still film episodes. They didn't put me on it, so I don't care about it. I see. Yeah. That's well. I mean, they probably didn't put you on it because you don't even know that you buy letters in the game. Yeah, they didn't really know how the game worked. When were you I like, auditioned. oh, were you like in line? No, You're like, oh, I'm so excited well. for Wheel of Fortune. Wasn't for it Alex your Trebek? friend who saw me at the audition with? I don't know. No, there was someone but who was like, oh, I met your friend there. Whatever. You and I went on The Price is Right, though. That's right. We didn't get on. You did. But well, after the I didn't episode. really get on. It was after the episode yeah. aired. One day. One day we'll be we'll on the game show. We'll go back and stand in line. Yeah. I'll wear my, I'll make a new shirt. I tried to use cancer as a way to get on. It didn't work. No. Which is like, Drew Carey, cancer. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... Now we're in the living room, and Sophia is knitting and singing That's Amore. That's Amore. I love listening to Sophia sing. I love listening <laughs> to all the women sing, obviously. Yeah. What'll I do? Yeah. What is, oh, yeah, Rose sings over there. Over there. Yeah. Over there. 
Um, so Magda comes into the room and with an, of course, with another Slurpee and says yeah. that she has to shorten her stay. She has to return to Czechoslovakia because something she learned again, doesn't even see Stan while she's here. Yeah. Um, but she's, uh, leaving cause she was like, Oh, I was afraid of change, but you know, freedom means changing for the good and blah, blah, blah. And she like learned a lot of it from Vanna White's book. Yeah. Um, and from Rose's story and from Rose's story, of course, yeah. which is, you know, it's nice to see that aside from the entertainment value, mm-hmm. there is other types of value in Rose's stories and that they actually helped someone. Yeah, definitely. Even if that woman was like on some sort of sugar crash. It just goes to show you that we're all a part of a global community, community <laughs> just, trying, just trying to connect and love. Oh. You sound like Ariel singing from the bottom of the ocean. I was trying to do Celine Dion from Titanic, but okay. Oh, all right. (laughs) That too. Um, So the doorbell rings, and Sophia says, I hope it's death. (laughs) But it made me laugh. And then Dorothy's like, get it, Rose. Like, Dorothy's very (laughs) angry. Yes. Oh, I must have missed that. No, Dorothy's very rude in this episode. Oh, well, she was, she was just, she did just bring up Mrs. Doolittle again, so. Who, Rose did? No, Dorothy did, so chances are. So she's taking it out on Rose? She's being rude. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like she's using Rose as a ragdoll. So Charmaine comes over, and because she's looking for Big Daddy's pocket watch, and, um. Uh, she goes into Blanche's Which they t- bedroom. We, we, to look we for. didn't set that up. She at the beginning of the episode. That's they started talking about that yeah. about her wanting that mm-hmm. watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's now after the whole every all this anger. She's like, I'm leaving. I want the watch. Though. Right. And I also feel like anytime you're talking about like sort of something special that's from a relative who's older than you, it's like always a pocket watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. What would it be, Danae? Because we don't wear stuff like that. Well, anymore. I mean, like, it could still Mom, be. Mom, I want your Apple watch. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> it Apple would watch be. means so much to me. But I do get putting like my family, we put a lot of like <coughs> sentimental things in, in things that have no monetary value. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like sure. things that aren't like, like I remember. Well, I mean that's, but that's, that's good. That's what yeah. you should be doing. When I, know? when I was younger, my lived with my father, my mother, my dad had custody of us and lived with my mom or lived with my dad. And when I visit, visited my mother and there was long stretches of time where I would, wouldn't see my mom. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to live with my mom. And she had, she gave this, uh, lifesavers gummies thing like there was this package like a plastic package of lifesavers gummies yeah and uh and she gave it to me i know what you're talking about yeah it was it was a candy in the 90s yeah i mean it still exists but like i think this is when they first started doing like gummies of them yeah anyway um and they were little tiny gummies and i kept the package so that i could smell it and it would remind me of my mother while i was with my dad i still have that really cute yeah and she's listening right now Hi, Mom. Does she know the story? She knows every story. Okay. That's really, really cute. <laughs> she that's knows like, the good and the bad stories. That's adorable. Yeah. That's so, so cute. Yeah. Um, I have a heart. You do have a heart. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have a heart. And it will go Darling. on. And it will go on. Way to bring it back. Thank um, you. So Blanche confronts Charmaine about the fact that she's clearly written a book about her life. And she's like, only the names have been changed to protect the satisfied. <laughs> Love it. Great line. Um, and Charmaine's like, no, no. I, you think you're the only one sexual exploits. Like, I wrote that about me. 
Blanche is like, well, then why They've did you... They've gone into her room at yes. this point, by the way. Which like, we haven't seen Blanche's bedroom in a while. At least I don't think I have. I love Blanche's bedroom. Yeah. I want to spend all the time in Blanche's bedroom with her sheets and the pink and the green and the leaves. Out? No, I just want to spend all my time in <laughs> Blanche's bedroom. I want Blanche's bedroom. Mm, yeah. Because I'm in love with Blanche. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's... Mm, this this okay something bothered me a little bit what so you know blanche is like why did you write you know you've touched me in ways more than you'll ever know blah 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 blah. you've changed my life you've inspired me in ways you know more than you'll ever know and blanche is like you know then why did you write that in my book and she was like well because i write that in everybody's book yeah i was a little i was on blanche's behalf i was a little offended by that like i get that you write that in everybody's books but like she's your sister well you guys are having a nice moment blanche is so self-involved that the fact that that charmaine did something self-involved or petty or small is like they're the same they're exactly the same person but in that and i know that blanche even makes the joke like she's like if you know she's like would you like an autographed copy she's like i don't know them i get hot at a return and like i know she's joking but you know if these women are truly to have like a real relationship. It's just like, like take a second and think about it and, and write yeah. something. I don't know. That, I don't that know, just but then we of, learn on the next kind of beat, me. on the next beat about what Blanche wrote in everyone's high school yearbook thing. That you're you, the first. You're the first. <laughs> and then she says something about, uh, right, I had a, I made a stamp. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, and she does the, the, um, sort of infamous, like, hair uh, Rue McClanahan, you know, palm up, like, gently patting the hair. Yeah. Like, wrote it. I had a stamp made. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, so that is like a Rue McClanahan signature. On, on sort of false, baseless, like, vapid statements. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it, that just upset me a little bit. But there was a, a point, though, that I, I did like, because I felt like they sort of came back together where, um, you know, when both Blanche and, and, and Charmaine are basically like, you know, but, you know, unlike Vixen, though, like, you know, um, I'm not afraid of growing old and losing my looks. Like, oh, of course not. That's what makes a fiction. <laughs> where you see, you sort of see how they both share, they both do have that in common. Because yeah. I never got that sense from Virginia that she was a vain, self-involved no. person, especially I mean, when it came to her looks. But like, I mean, we keep in mind, we met her when she needed a kidney. Well, I know. So she was at a low point. <laughs> <laughs> Your face when you said that. I know, but I do like that they have that in common, that they're yeah. both very... Um, and I would also be curious to know, I mean... I, I, I would... Here's what I'd be curious to know. If anybody... I, I'd be curious to go back and hear... All of Blanche's stories about my sister Charmaine and my sister Virginia and like have a compilation of both Charmaine and Virginia stories and then see if they add up to the women that we meet. Because this is the first time we've met Charmaine. This is the first and only time we meet her. So I'd be curious to see if the stories kind of add up to who they Mm. sort of made these women to be. Um, you just laid down a GG challenge. I for did. A I maybe I did. I'm also glad that they were able to make up because, like, I Me don't too. know where Charmaine and Virginia stand, <laughs> but we know that Blanche and Virginia are. And the ending was spot on. It was the last. Uh, here's the for thing them, I love it about was that joke. Perfect. It was so perfect. So basically, you know, they're crying. It's like, oh look, I smudged your hair. I smudged your makeup without saying anything. Well, but but before we get to that, they so basically. They resolved, Blanche realized that she was being self-involved, and, and Charmaine's like, we've always been at each other's throats, and we don't need to be, basically. Like, you know, we can be fine together. And um, 
And so they, they are crying and they're smudging and doing that. And then they look up to the ceiling. Yes, and Which start is like fixing their makeup and their hair. So amazing. I want, I talked about this in another episode. I don't know if it was the last one you and I were together. It or might have been. With another guest, but I don't, wouldn't mind mirrors on my ceiling. That, I loved that joke because it's like, it's the type of joke that watching that show as a child, I would have had no idea you what that got, meant. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, oh, they're looking up the way you look up to put in eye drops. Like, um, wow. yeah, I feel like we did. We definitely talked about mirrors, mirrors on the ceiling. On the ceiling. Yeah. And I thought it would make the room look smaller because no, it makes you look it like, looks like you have objects on, uh, on the, the, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. I, wow. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this episode too. I think it's a really, I think it was really smart. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. The, I mean, the stories were so different, but it was, yeah. um, but yeah, they worked well together. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So my golden takeaway from this episode Mm -hmm. is I firmly believe in setting up a lifestyle where you give off the impression that you either don't have the means or the capacity to house out-of-town guests. And I feel like I do that Mm -hmm. with people coming into town. Oh, you live in a studio. Oh, you live with a cat. Mm -hmm. Oh, you have irritable bowel syndrome, like mm. whatever the case may be, yeah. you want to paint the picture of you don't want to stay here. Yeah. That's how you could resolve that Magda situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's really good. I think, speaking of Magda, I think my golden takeaway is like, you know, let's let's keep nutrition in mind. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a lot of sugar. Like, let's I'm not, not even one to care about a lot of sugar, but that's a lot of sugar. That's like... All, all the Slurpees that Magda drank, that equals like a venti, any of those Starbucks short-lived drinks that are coming out, like the Unicorn or Ugh. like the Mermaid or whatever, Ugh. that are just pure I don't get any of those. sugar. I never understand. I haven't tried either You know what? I can tell you this. What pisses me off, I'm Uh-oh. one of those people that like, I'm a straight coffee person. You know what I mean? Like Preach. I'm a black coffee person. Don't put shit in it. I don't want this shit flavored. Get that Dunkin' Donuts French shit away from me. I just want regular tasting motherfucking coffee. I'll take a cappuccino, I'll take an espresso, whatever, like the spread, the, the normal ones. But when you get into the, the frappuccino level of weirdness, go fuck yourself. All right. <laughs> I enjoy them. I didn't try either one of those, but I do enjoy I used like to a- enjoy a frappuccino, but then I realized it was just too. And now I drink it if I ever drink it. Which I never do, but I haven't had a frappuccino in a long time. I'll say that it, it, it's, it makes me feel sick. The amount of sugar. Well, I don't yeah, know. you I don't gotta, know. you gotta. Maybe it's just you know. me. No, I don't think so. Ooh, that's a good title for a book. I bet somebody's done an autobiography. Maybe, Maybe it's just me. Yeah. I bet there's a comedy album. Someone did it. Yeah. Uh, some like comedian from the '90s. Um, yeah, that's my <laughs> Paul golden takeaway. Paul did it. Nutrition. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Oh yeah, I could see that. I <laughs> me love and Paula my pop tarts and cats. <gasps> I love Paula yeah. Poundstone. Um, so, guys, if you are watching uh, along with us, the next episode we will be covering is Cheaters, which is uh, the one with Jerry Orbach. And when uh, oh, the other Jerry girls Orbach. get swindled, he by donated a nun. his eyes. I know after he passed away. You got you found that out from the subway. From the subway ad in New York in City. In New York City, yeah. there was a subway ad about Jerry Orbach donating his eyes, and you know what? That's sweet and all, but it's also creepy. Well, they don't like pop out the eyes and then you just put That's them in somebody all else's body. You think no. about you think about. Jerry Orbach's eyes just popping out of his body like one of those fun toys no. that you squeeze the head and the eyes pop out. Because I think I looked it up and it's like they take like the corneas or something. They, it's, it's something uh, <laughs> you don't just get somebody else's eyeball. <laughs> On that note, um, 
Thank you guys so, so much for listening. This has been Out on the Lanai. Uh, you guys can find more at outonthelanai.com. We are on facebook.com slash golden girls podcast. On Twitter, we are at yeah. golden girls pod. I am a squid eat squid on Twitter. I am squidzy on Instagram. And I am this. I'm, I'm going to do something different. Okay. Because what's the date of this episode? Today's the 23rd or something. Um, it's in a month. I will be in Israel starting June or May 30th through June 16th. And I encourage you guys to, I'm doing it for Latter Day Jew, which is a movie that I'm working on, documentary about me. And latterdayjew.com, you can watch the trailer. Yes, but you guys should watch it. It's really, I really got, great. as part of the film, um, Snapchat spectacles or the, the glasses that you can use, that you can film from your vantage point. Ooh. Yeah, so if you guys go follow me on Snapchat, I'll be posting Instagram too and Twitter and everything else, of course, but like Snapchat will be the home base. Um, so go follow me, H. Allen Scott on everything, but follow me on Snapchat if you want to follow some really amazing i'm i'm seeing some i'm for the movie i'm interviewing and i'm interviewing a trans rabbi and i'm going to tel aviv pride and i'm going to jerusalem going wow. to a bar mitzvah in jerusalem yeah. and getting a mikvah in the sea and like all of these things and all will be part of a snapchat experience so definitely go follow me on snapchat because that'll be fun oh i mean if i i mean now is you know the greatest stan, time of stan watches you could i mean but i'll also be posting to instagram but what's cool about snapchat is with the spectacles you can you can move your phone around and you can see my viewing point from a lot of different oh, angles. That's cool. If you that's if awesome. you do it natively on Snapchat. All so right. go follow it there, okay. guys. Okay, sounds good. Um, and if you guys want to donate to the podcast, uh, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate. You can set up a one-time donation or a monthly donation yes. on Patreon. And uh, all of the donations go toward costs of doing the live show and keeping up with the website. Definitely and keeping not up red vines. Hosting the Definitely podcast. Definitely not red vines. Uh, <laughs> oh, and now Fraser is putting his foot in my side. Oh, he's so, awake. He's awake. <laughs> uh, and once again, guys, on social media, definitely keep sending us messages and comments and everything because we love talking to so all of you. We've been so busy lately, so we apologize that we have been delayed on our responses, but we love them nonetheless. Yes, and we definitely read every single one. Every single one. And as always, <laughs> guys, remember to... Let's make it big. Stay golden! And Fraser's gonna fuck you up. I'm a ten by the mile. I am you.